0: chumbacasino.com In fantasy football, everyone is always searching for that next great sleeper. They're trying to look deep into their fantasy football drafts and trying to find the guy that can elevate them to win their fantasy football championship. But what is just as important as finding that late sleeper is finding values throughout the draft to help you win your fantasy football league. And in today's video, we're going to be doing a deep dive into To my top five wide receiver steals for the 2022 fantasy football season. My name is Nick Leprey. And before we get on into today's video, I would like to ask that if you are new to the channel and you do end up enjoying today's video, that you please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. And while you're down there, whether you are new to the channel or not, please make sure to leave a like on today's video. It would help us out a ton. And if you would like to follow me on Twitter, please do so at notorious fntsy. So without further ado, let's get into my top five wide receiver steals that are gonna help you guys win your 2022 Fantasy Football Championship. So we will begin... At number one, we'll start earlier in the draft. And as the video goes on, we'll get deeper and deeper into the draft, beginning with Mike Evans, wide receiver, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, ADP wide receiver 7, pick 15.9. In 2021, Mike Evans played in 16 games for the Buccaneers, finishing as the wide receiver number eight and half PPR. And he was the wide receiver number eight and half PPR points per game. He had 113 targets, 7.1 per game, ranking 25th at wide receiver, 74 receptions, 4.6 per game, 26th at wide receiver. 1035 receiving yards 64.7 per game ranking 21st and he had 14 total touchdowns number two at the wide receiver position now last year mike evans had a ton of competition around him for targets chris godwin antonio brown rob gronkowski and they obviously had mike evans as well so that is four humongous mouths to feed in the offense mike evans Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown are the best trio in the NFL last year in terms of a wide receiver core. Those are three wide receivers that you could have made the argument are top 10 in the NFL last season in terms of talent. And then they have one of the generational talents at the tight end position, one of the best tight ends ever to play in the NFL in Rob Gronkowski. So there was a lot of mouths to feed in Tampa Bay. And even with all that competition around Mike Evans, he still finished as a top 10 receiver in half PPR, as well as in half PPR points per game. Now we swing to what is going to be happening in 2022. Rob Gronkowski retires. Now there's still a shot that maybe halfway through the season, Tom Brady calls up Gronk and Tom Brady convinces Gronk to come back. Sure, maybe that could happen. But based upon what we know right now, Gronk is not going to be there. There is a good chance that Chris Godwin starts the season on the reserve slash PUP list, which will put him out the first four games minimum on the season. So it could be maybe six, seven games, but at least four games to start the season. And then they bring in Russell Gage from the Atlanta Falcons. We've seen Russell Gage play, and Russell Gage isn't Terrible, but Russell Gage is not of the level of competition that a guy like Chris Godwin would have in this offense. So now we are in a situation for for the first at least four games, most likely, of the season. Mike Evans is going to have virtually no competition around him, and we already know that Tampa Bay Tom Brady loves feeding the ball to Mike Evans, especially in the red zone. Mike Evans dominates the touchdown total every single year in the NFL. He's done it with Jameis Winston, and he's done it with Tom Brady. Obviously, Tom Brady's a step up, but he was even able to do it with Jameis Winston. I really think that Mike Evans is a steal right now in fantasy football drafts, especially with the injuries around him. Coming off the board as the wide receiver seven, I could easily see him finishing inside of the top three at the wide receiver position at the end of the season. Next, we'll pivot to a little Bit deeper on into the draft, into the middle rounds with Darnell. Here comes the Mooney, wide receiver of the Chicago Bears, ADP wide receiver 28, pick 56.9 off of the board right now in 2021. Playing in 17 games, Darnell Mooney finishes the wide receiver 24 and half PPR and the wide receiver number 32 in half PPR points per game. He had 140 targets, 8.2 per game, ranking 11th at wide receiver, 81 receptions, 4.8 per game, 18th. 1,055 receiving yards, 62.1 per game, 17th at wide receiver, and five total touchdowns, 33rd at the wide receiver position. So last year was pretty clear where everything went wrong because, again, he's top 12 in targets top 18 in receptions, as well as in receiving yards, everything went wrong in the touchdown category. So for most wide receivers, it is very difficult to project how many touchdowns these guys are going to be scoring, except for a couple of players, right? We've got guys like Mike Evans who are just touchdown fucking monsters, right? You know, Mike Evans is probably going to be scoring at least 10 touchdowns if he's able to stay healthy. And then, you know, other guys like Julio Jones, who while a couple of years ago, Julio Jones, There's an argument to be made that he was the best receiver in the NFL and this guy is allergic to scoring touchdowns. He just cannot score touchdowns. But Darnell Mooney is not either of those. He's not allergic to scoring touchdowns. But he's also not Mike Evans, where you know how many touchdowns he's going to score. But I think there is a pretty solid chance that Darnell Mooney scores more than five touchdowns in 2022. Why is that, Nick? Because I really believe that Matt Nagy's dumbass was part of the reason why this offense was so inept last season. I understand that it was Justin Fields' rookie year, so you can kind of push some of the blame towards him because he's a young quarterback. He's going to make some mistakes, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, it wasn't Justin Fields all season. They had other quarterbacks play as well. But at the end of the day, in 2022, with a new head coach that isn't a certified dumbass like Matt Nagy, I really believe this offense is going to take that next step up in 2022. Now, do they have an excellent offensive line? No, of course not. But I do really believe that Darnell Mooney is talented enough that he is going to be able to overcome the woes of the Chicago Bears offense. And now we're going to do a bit of a thought exercise. Try to think in your head of the names of a bunch of wide receivers on the Chicago Bears. Now, maybe some names will come to your head. Velas Jones, the 27,000-year-old wide receiver that they just drafted this season. They have Byron Pringle, formerly of the Kansas City Chiefs. They trade for Nikhil Harry, first-round pick a couple years ago, who hasn't done shit in the NFL. So in reality, in reality, Darnell Mooney is the only target on this team that actually means something Allen Robinson got on the plane got his ass shipped off to LA he's now with the Rams so there is legitimately zero zilch competition in this wide receiver room for Darnell Mooney. I understand that Justin Fields didn't play the best last season, but again, I'm going to blame Matt Nagy and it was his rookie year. You can push the blame aside. I really do believe in 2022, this Bears, this Bears offense as a whole is going to look significantly better. And I do believe that Darnell Mooney is going to step up yet again. I think he's going to be seeing a zillion targets a game, right? 8.2 targets per game last year. If he is able to get those numbers, then getting him at wide receiver 28 is basically fucking stealing and Darnell Mooney could easily be from a volume standpoint, a top 12 wide receiver yet again, the NFL, he was a top 12 wide receiver in targets. I think in fantasy football this year, he could easily be a top 12 wide receiver. I just think his ADP is fucking atrocious right now. It makes no sense that a guy who is going to be thrown the ball and utilized so heavily in an offense is going that late again, I understand. But Nick, on the Bears, make all these stupid arguments about how the Bears are going to suck. At the end of the day, you can have a great fantasy player from a garbage team. So don't worry too much about the team. And another plus here is that the Bears are going to be down in games. The defense is not the Bears' defense of a couple years ago. So when they're down in games, what do teams have to do when they go down? They have to throw the ball even more. So Darnell Mooney is going to be peppered even further, deeper on in games. I love Darnell Mooney this season. And again, I frankly just do not understand his ADP. But before we move on into my number three wide receiver steal of today's video, I'd like to give you guys a quick word from our friends and our sponsor today's video, Underdog Fantasy, which is the best place to play fantasy football this summer. The best ball mania three tournament has $10 million in total prize money. $2 million to first place. And all you got to do is draft your team, and that's it. You don't have to worry about staying up all Tuesday night trying to do the waivers for a million leagues. You don't have to worry about calling up someone from your office, one of your friends, trying to construct some trade offer. And in reality, they don't give a fuck, or their wife tells you that, hey, He can't talk about fantasy football right now. It's me time. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about any of that because there's no trades and there's no in-season management. You don't even have to set your lineup because underdog will give you guys the best score each week of the season for your lineup. So you don't even have to worry about setting your lineup. Last year's best ball mania champion drafted in June. It is July 24th currently. So there is no need to wait. You can draft your team right now. If you click on the link in the video description down below, you will get a first match deposit bonus of up to $100 with Underdog. And you will be receiving our best ball draft kit 100% free. That's a combined $170 of value with a first-time deposit of $100 on underdog fantasy. So please make sure you click on the link in the video description down below. Back on into the video, we move to my number three wide receiver steal in your 2022 fantasy football drafts. And that is going to be Adam Thielen, wide receiver of the Minnesota Vikings. Current ADP wide receiver 32 on underdog pick 68 So Adam Thielen in 2021 plays in 13 games, finishing as the wide receiver 28 and half PPR, but it is very important to look at his points per game number because if you only play in 13 games, if you're not really close to playing in the full 17 games, it is going to be basically impossible for you to finish top 12, top 14, even like top 20 at your position. He finished as the wide receiver number 14 and half PPR points per game, tied with Keenan Allen, and Tyler Lockett. He had 95 targets on the season, 7.3 per game, 37th at wide receiver, 67 receptions, 5.2 per game, 31st, 726 receiving yards, 55.8 per game, 41st. But the thing that really helped carry Adam Thielen, and something that has helped carry Adam Thielen for a long time now, kind of like Mike Evans, is the touchdown number. This man scored in 13 games. He scored 10 total touchdowns, which is 10th at wide receiver, tied with his teammate, Justin Jefferson and Stefan Diggs. 10 total touchdowns in 13 games. That is something that you can heavily rely on when it comes to dealing. Now, again, I talked about before how at the wide receiver position, it is hard to project how many touchdowns these guys are going to score because some of these guys could score like 15, 16 touchdowns, and then the next year score like five touchdowns and didn't really do anything wrong, right? They just weren't throwing the ball in the correct spot to score. But Adam Thielen isn't this crazy huge wide receiver, so he just scores touchdowns regardless of where they are in the field. So I like Adam Thielen a ton in 2022 because for some reason, people are just fucking flat out forgetting how good Adam Thielen is. Again, wide receiver number 32 to me is genuinely a slap. It's a forehand slap and then a backhand slap right to Adam Thielen. How can this guy come off the board as the wide receiver number 32 when he played in just 13 games and finished spots ahead of that at wide receiver 28 last season? And on a points per game basis, when this guy was healthy, he legitimately was close to being a top 12 wide receiver in fantasy football. The Minnesota Vikings now lose the head coach Mike Zimmer and move to a new head coach who it appears is going to be more of a pass-heavy type of head coach. Now, I'm not saying that the Minnesota Vikings are gonna magically become a top five pass play percentage offense in the NFL because that would be fucking absurd because they still have Dalvin Cook and want to run the football. But if their pass play percentage just increases slightly and they're closer to maybe the top 10? top 12 or even maybe just the top 16 of the league, then Adam Thielen is going to be given even more opportunities to catch passes. People will also make fun of Adam Thielen's quarterback, Kirk Cousins, because I understand that Kirk Cousins is not the most clutch quarterback of all time, and he is far from that. But Kirk Cousins is also a significantly better quarterback than most people give him the credit for. So at the end of the day, we have a wide receiver coming off the board at wide receiver 32, who was wide receiver 14 in points per game last season. To me, it's a no-brainer to take the swing on Adam Thielen. I understand he's getting older, right? All of these guys are. No one's getting younger doesn't work that way. But even at Adam Thielen's age, I really do believe that he still has the ability to be a top 18 wide receiver in fantasy football. We've seen him do it before. I understand they still have Justin Jefferson, but that might even help out Adam Thielen because now the defenses aren't 100% worried about Adam Thielen. They're also worried about the fact that Justin Jefferson can turn the burners on and absolutely eviscerate any DB. So in conclusion here on Adam Thielen, he's the wide receiver 32 right now in ADP, which is just stupid. It really makes no sense that a player with the skill set of Adam Dillon is coming off the board that deep with the them bringing in a new head coach who's going to be more pass heavy and with Adam Thielen putting up the numbers he's put up in the past and last season. So don't sleep on Adam Thielen. His ADP keeps moving up. A couple months ago, I talked about him. He was around pick 100. He's moving up should probably move up even further because of the skill set this guy possesses. I think he's a steal right now at wide receiver 32. Next wide receiver we discuss here is a guy that had an awful season last year. This guy was a player that I had the drums on. I had the drums beating for him. I was banging the fucking drums. I was screaming from the mountaintop about this player. Kenny Galladay, Kenny G Spot, wide receiver of the New York Football Giants, ADP wide receiver 56, pick 121.8. In 2021, he played in 14 games, finishing as the wide receiver 83 and half PPR and the wide receiver 95 and half PPR points per game. He had 74 targets, 5.3 per game, 50th at wide receiver, 37 receptions. So he had 74 targets, just 37 receptions, 2.6 per game, 73rd. 521 receiving yards, 37.2 per game, 63rd, and zero total touchdowns. I talked about the Bears earlier and how Matt Nagy is a stooge. That team was a disaster. They were a dumpster fire. The Giants were also a dumpster fire. Joe Judge, the play calling towards the end of the season from this Giants team was legitimately unbelievable. I could have given my brother when he was three years old the sticks on Madden. And he would have had better play-calling decisions than what Joe Judge was doing. Literally, he could have just, Joe Judge could have just whipped out Madden on the sideline, simulated to where they were on the field, and clicked one of the random three plays. And that play-calling would have been more genius. He would have looked like fucking Albert Einstein compared to what he was doing. The play-calling was egregiously bad. Kenny Galladay scored zero touchdowns. How many touchdowns did Kadarius Tony score? Zero. They backed up the Brinks truck. They gave him one of those crazy checks that's so big. They give it to you when you win the lottery. It was one of those huge checks. And Kenny Galladay played like absolute dog shit. But it wasn't all his fault. He was coming into the season injured. And the team, like I said, was an unmitigated disaster. The team was terrible. Daniel Jones wasn't playing all that good. But now they bring in Brian Dable. Now they have a pretty solid offensive line. Now, Saquon Barkley is healthy. If everything goes to plan, I'm not saying Daniel Jones is going to turn into Patrick Mahomes or something like that, right? Because that would be virtually impossible, right? There's no way we see that happening. But could Daniel Jones maybe turn the ball over less? Could maybe the new head coaching of Brian Dable unlock something deep inside of Daniel Jones? And the offense just plays better, 100%. Could you be drafting the number one wide receiver on the Giants? Now, I like Kadarius Tony as well, but could you potentially draft the number one receiver in targets on the Giants? At pick 121.8, right now, the answer is yes, because there is still a chance that even though they drafted Kadarius Tony last year, that Kenny Galladay is still the number one receiver in terms of targets in this offense in 2022. And you are getting that at wide receiver 56. Now, I understand there is a bad stigma. There is a stink around this Giants organization from the last couple of years, them being so bad. There's a stink around Kenny Galladay because he burned people last year. He basically... Took his pants off and took a dump on your chest if you drafted him last year. That's how bad things were. You basically took your sixth round pick in some drafts before he got hurt. If You're drafting earlier in August and set it on fire. Set it ablaze. So people tend to hold grudges in fantasy football. Now, if you're a smarter fantasy football player, you probably do not do that. But even times I hold grudges. But don't hold a grudge against Kenny Galladay because everything was stacked against him last year. So he didn't perform well. I think in 2022, we're going to see a little bit more of what we saw in Detroit with Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay is legitimately a talented wide receiver. That's why the Giants gave him so much money. So try to push aside what happened last year and think about the situation Galladay is in this year and think about how much better things could be again. He could be the number one receiver on the team and you're getting him at wide receiver 56. To me, pretty simple as to why you want to be drafting Mr. Kenny G spot of the New York Football Giants. Let me know down below in the comments section who your number one wide receiver steal is right now in fantasy football. Things are obviously going to change by the time it's late August, early September when you're doing your fantasy football drafts because players get hurt, news comes out, and players' ADPs change a lot. But right now, I am all aboard the Kenny Galladay train in 2022. Final player to discuss in today's video. And we're now officially balls deep in your fantasy football draft with this player, Marvin. Jones, wide receiver of the Jacksonville Jaguars, ADP wide receiver 71, pick 161.9. Marvin Jones, I understand they bring in Christian Kirk. They give him the Brinks truck money. They give him the crazy money. But if you look at their wide receiver core in Jacksonville, which I'm about to read off to you, try to tell me who you think the best wide receiver is on this offense. And could it be Marvin Jones? We have a wide receiver core of Christian Kirk. Marvin Jones, Zay Jones, LaVisca Chenault, Laquan Treadwell, Jamal Agnew. Their tight end is Evan Ingram. Someone explained to me why Marvin Jones is going so late. Now I understand, again, we've got a bad team with the Jaguars. They've got a new head coach. No more of that dumbass Urban Meyer. Someone explained to me why. Marvin Jones is being drafted this late in the draft. Now, I understand Christian Kirk has this skill set of, oh, this is a fast wide receiver, right? Marvin Jones isn't fucking Hussein Bolt. Neither is Christian Kirk, but Christian Kirk's pretty fast. I understand that. But why, why is Marvin Jones wide receiver 71? Someone make this make sense to me. I understand that. That Trevor Lawrence was bad last year. He was legitimately terrible for what people, how much gawk, gawk people were given to this guy. He sucked last year for what people thought he was going to be in his rookie year. Now I understand going from Clemson to Jacksonville, pretty bad, right? Pretty bad. But still, still Marvin Jones played pretty solid there. I understand that they bring in Christian Kirk, but Marvin Jones is still a legitimate wide receiver that is going to be getting a lot of targets. 17 games last year. Marvin Jones, wide receiver, 34 and half PPR. Wide receiver, 43 and half PPR points per game. He had 118 targets, 6.9 per game. Very nice, I like 6.9. Six, get it? Number 24 wide receiver, 73 receptions, 4.3 per game. 28th, 832 receiving yards, 48.9 per game. 33rd and four total touchdowns, 48th. What makes no sense is his ADP. No, should he be like? Drafted in the the seventh round? No, he shouldn't. But should he be closer to like 120? Should he be closer to Kenny Galladay? Probably. Again, do I know for sure that Marvin Jones is going to be the number one receiver on the team? No, I don't know that. But I already know he has the rapport with Trevor Lawrence. And I already know that I don't think Christian Kirk deserved the money he got. And I don't think Christian Kirk is that great. I don't think he's that consistent. He's just a big play receiver that we've seen what he is in Arizona. Maybe now, given the chance to be the number one receiver, right, there's no D-hop there, then maybe he really does just smash my expectations in, right? Maybe he slaps me front hand, back hand, and makes me seem like a dumbass. But what I see right now is Marvin Jones at wide receiver 71, and I'm thinking, why is it like that? Why? What makes Marvin Jones wide receiver 71? And I can't find a single answer in my head. I understand that he's on a bad team. I understand Trevor Lawrence kind of sucked, but... You don't look at just last year. You got to try to figure out what you think is going to happen in 2022. And in 2022, I think Marvin Jones is in a decent spot to succeed in 2022. So let me know what you guys think about all these players. And let me know who your guys' favorite wide receiver steal is this season. Please make sure that you do check out the link in the video description to get that first match deposit bonus on Underdog, as well as our best ball draft kit for 100% free. I love you guys all so much. I Hope you have a great rest of your guys' day. And as always, good boy!